This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the grains. The most bullish aspect of the corn market was that it had become crowded with shorts. That is about all that there is to the bull, I think. The corn market was not particularly oversold, given a month's worth of consolidation. Markets cracked by either counter-trend moves or by resting sideways. While some reportedly see hotter, drier weather as bullish, they know little about growing corn. Our soils are fully saturated and, in fact, have become waterlogged. A period of drying right now with some heat will allow planting to finish and simply cause growth to explode. There are currently low moisture requirements as crops are immature. It is a great time to get crops to root down so that they are not caught and able to access subsoil moisture should hotter temps return later in the season. A rally gives a chance for catch-ups, hedge sales, and to move some old crop that farmers are caught with. Month-end short covering included lifting short corn long soybean spreads. For those with full bins that will need them again to hold new crop, it is time to start making room for it. Being forced into those sales later in the season is always painful. Farmers have frozen in their marketing and need to thaw out. There is a low probability of a bullish surprise for old crop, why we do not know what the situation a year from now will be. The post-COVID-19 vaccine world should be a better place. In other words, farmers are caught holding old crop, but new crop bears some hope as long as you can store into 2021. Congress paid a 67 cents a bushel on half of the corn still in the bend after January 15th and is likely to pay us the other half of that amount before the fall election. That means that there's a good chance you can add 67 cents to whatever price you get. The PLC payment for the 2019 crop has gotten larger too. This is not a full unmitigated disaster. I do have my new crop hedged at 370 plus 85% revenue coverage plus PLC. But I plan to store the physical crop at harvest. My bins are empty and waiting. There are still some acres of corn and soybeans that need to get planted. But we are so far ahead of last year, this is nowhere near a laid crop. The date for full crop insurance for corn is passed in North Dakota. And there will be some prevent plant in that state. Remember that there is two and a half to four and a half million acres of prevent plant every year that comes from somewhere. This year we know that about a million acres of prevent plant will be in North Dakota. Last year we had 11 million acres of prevent plant, and this year we see nowhere near that many. Prevent plant is a local condition impacting regional farmers. I don't think that what we're seeing will have a large impact on the overall crop. It is built into the residual, so to speak. I see the weather forecast as favorable if realized. We need a period of warmth and drying to wrap up the planting, root crops down, and make things grow. The forecast looks more like summer, which would be perfect. Weekly ethanol production continues to improve, up another 61,000 barrels, while weekly stocks continue to ease, falling another 19 million gallons. There are still 973 million gallons of ethanol in the tank. Ethanol production was over 1.175 million gallons a week pre-COVID-19, plunged under 800 million gallons during the worst of the crisis, has recovered to 925 million gallons production now. Weekly crude oil stocks have not stopped increasing, but gasoline stocks are going in the right direction as demand improves. They need to sell gasoline in order to sell ethanol because discretionary ethanol demand is priced upside down yet. USDA will make further incremental cuts in their 2020 ethanol crush, adding to the corn carryout into 2021. On cattle, 
Packers paid $1.15 to $1.20 for cash cattle this week. This is an arbitrary number picked out by Packers that they can certainly afford, but did not have to pay if they did not want to. The reason for their generosity is not because they are generous. They are trying to buy favorable press and reduce feedlot animosity given the investigations of price fixing that they are under. I think that it is rather ironic that they are fixing prices in order to take the heat off themselves for fixing prices. Do you think they can figure that one out in Washington? We know Packers cannot be trusted, but if they hold this cash price into June, then June live cattle are in a basis hold that favors the bulls. On the hogs, the state of Iowa is finally getting around to supporting euthanasia of the backed-up hog supply. Ag Secretary Mike Nag asked Governor Reynolds for $24 million to cover disposal costs for up to 600,000 head of euthanized pigs. This is about $40 a head to cover the expense of disposal. Euthanizing pigs must be a state responsibility, it seems, although the money will come from federal COVID-19 aid to the state. Will it be enough? It is a start. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call us at 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, Subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.